We the millennials. For real, we back and we working. All of these clowns like to stay in the circus. They do. K-Dot be bringing the proof, but none of these people like hearing the truth. I'm not a fluke. I'm not a rat. I'm not a snake. Cause I got your back. Now listen up closely as we spin facts. Now listen up closely and just relax. Millennials versus the world. 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 Alright, what up, what up, what up, man? We got the Millennials versus the world podcast, man. It's your boy K Dot, man. It's the only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. This one hit a little different because we've been plotting for about months at a time. I got my man Ben, man, one of my favorite artists coming up, real lyrical, really understands the game, understands music, came from nothing, building his way up. So, man, say what up to the people, man. Appreciate up, you coming. What's, up, what's, what's up, going what's on, up. man? Appreciate you coming, man, man. It's good to be here, man. Yeah, for Came sure. down on the train today, so we good. Yeah, understand what I'm saying, bro? Here. Good to be here. Yeah, so so I know you, but for people that don't, man, who is Benjamin? Um, That's Brendan Melvin's son, man. Like, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's how they say in the country. Like, you know, that's Brendan Melvin's son. Yeah, uh, that's me. Um, Raleigh, North Carolina, born. Came up mm-hmm. Morrisville, Durham, Raleigh, Cary, all those areas, you know, so... Just a North Carolina dude, man. For yeah. real, that's who I am. Yeah. For sure, for yeah. sure. So I know you've been doing a music thing for a while. So like yeah. that motivation, that passion. How long you been doing it, and where did it come from? Um, I've been I've been kind of doing music my whole life. I've been somehow involved with it my whole entire life. What What actually happened was is that I played keyboards for a very long time. Okay, that's a bit. church circuit and all okay. that kind of thing. So that kind of like really got me into music. Yeah. So my involvement in church, but then my rapping came later. Like, Backseat high freestyles, okay. you know, doing what you do, you know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, but I think that's how it came to be for me. So who put who put you onto the keyboard? Like where did it start? Who put it in your hand? Like how did uh, that whole transition transition to music go? It's like when you're a kid and like when you grow up around religious people that keep you in church, it's like you gotta find a way to make that cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like for me I found that in music. You know, so I saw like at Durham I, I looked up to all the big high time players, the guys that were really doing it, you know. Yeah. And just try to follow in their footsteps. And yeah. I went to churches where the keyboard players for like Hezekiah Walker where the keyboard oh, that's was there. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you've like, seen that. Yeah, I seen that growing yeah. up. Like like that's that was dope to me. So I just would go home, practice, practice, practice. But then I got an opportunity in Raleigh, I think I was in the eleventh grade maybe and then it mm-hmm. just took off. Okay, so when I hear you say like you was in a religious background mm-hmm. and you had to start there and right. you was in the church, so when all that happened, how was that transition and when do you know like music is what I'm going to do? Like it don't matter what's going on, Right. like when it's music, that's the thing I'm going to take off, that's the thing I'm going to do. And like, tell, when did that moment happen? I tell people all the time, it's the hardest thing to do sometimes is to tell people that you're a rapper because it's like, yo, if I tell you that I'm a rapper, that's yeah. like... You may think that I failed at everything else, and now this is like the last backup plan. Like, I ain't had no plan B. This is not. Yeah. But I think for me, it just, when I found that the other things in my life wasn't giving me any type of fulfillment. Okay. And uh, and I just gave everything to music, and I, I feel better than I've ever felt. So when you say everything wasn't fulfillment, mm-hmm. what turned that corner for you? Was it an event? Like, what turned that thing to be like, yo, I got to put this pain or this passion somewhere. I got to do this, and it made you... Yeah. take that right turn and like i'm yeah. here now with it so like what was that event or that or that landmark to you mm-hmm. that made you like okay this is what i'm gonna do um for me that was when kanye west put out uh lift yourself it came out maybe like april the 28th 2018 yeah yeah lift yourself came out april the 28th 2018 and that day i went and bought a microphone because he put he had he'd been going through his mental health things and that kind of thing so he uh 
put the song out it was no lyrics on it. It was just splickety splack, bickety boom, brickety. Uh, it was almost like a joke. Yeah, it was a troll yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. But the beat was crazy. Yeah. I, and I told my my ex at the time, I was like, yo, look, I'm going to buy just like that, straight like that. Like I'm that, was the, that was that was it. After that, after April the twenty eighth, my life was completely given to that. So before we get into the next thing, how was that explaining to your significant other at mm -hmm. the time? Like, yo, right, rap is what I want to do. Because everybody, because the thing is, yeah. everybody don't understand that. Right, right. Everybody they don't understand that. Like, yo, don't. I'm putting my back to the wall, right, and I'm gonna go get it. So like, right. how was that whole thing? Like, yo, I, I got know. my eyes on it, and I'm exactly. gonna go. You know what I'm exactly. saying? How was that? It's difficult because it's like. When you when you completely hit somebody, I've always been involved with music, and since we had known each other, I've been involved with music. Yeah. But yeah, I think that when you tell somebody the rap thing, it's just like, oh, all right. Yeah, you're black too. So yeah, you know, exactly. like, like, all right. You another black man exactly. that want to rap? Let's go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but I remember sitting in counseling sessions. We would go to counseling like relationships and stuff like that. Shout out to mental health. Yeah, counseling sessions. Let's health. do that. Yeah. Shout out to mental health. We yeah. go to uh, counseling sessions, and when it came out, I do music. The lady, the counselor, she was like, "Oh, you rap?" And it's like cliche. Oh, black dude. Of course he raps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't know I play keys and do all those other things, mm -hmm. but but yeah, I rap. You know. But it was it was um, it was a transition for us both. Yeah, to kind of go from where I was to where I wanted to be. It was a transition. So before it was Kanye, mm -hmm. April 18, 2018, uh -huh. who were some of the artists that you looked up to? Just listen to who I'm vibing out. This is my guy. Who gave you that motivation to be, um, not necessarily be music, but like who was your people that you listened to before that Kanye record turned the boat for you? Who were those guys? Who were those guys? Or, or ladies. Let me know. I definitely, you know? I definitely have always looked up the whole for like always. This is the yeah. pioneer of what you, yeah. of every rapper's dream. Yeah, you yeah. know, this is, he's yeah, the pioneer yeah. of that. Uh, looked up to him lyrically in both uh, what he did business-wise. Uh, young guys, Kendrick Lamar, um, battle rap guys, uh, Reed Dollars. Got shout out to Reed. Got some stuff coming out with him soon. So, oh, that's what's like, up. Yeah, like big major influence by those three people. Okay, that's bad. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the album a little bit, mm -hmm. man. Why, why, why did you name it uh, Alligator Pinstripe? Like, it's a dope name, first and foremost. That's a dope yeah, name. Yeah, like, yeah, what took yeah. you there with it though? Um, Really what happened was is that my good friend John Beasley, you know, um, business partner of mine, I needed a title for that. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. had created the music, written it all out, and it's just like, yo, what what are we gonna call this? Yeah. And it was Alligator Pinstripe is so drastically different than the music that I've put out in time, like that I realized that it needed like something something a little bit different than the names I had been coming up okay. with. So which or what? So what name did you come up with that um, made it? You first know? and flight uh, was the first mixtape. Yeah. Um, shout out to North Carolina, of course. Yeah. Um, no white was the next one. Um, then it was don't burn the biscuits. Yeah. Uh, May the gods be with you and friends of the family. But when you hear alligator pinstripe amongst those things, it's like, hey, what's that? And that's how the music makes you feel. Yeah. And, that's the, and it's like two. It's like at first we was gonna do a dual sided thing to where all the like you got a lot of trap beats per se yeah. on that on this album that I really feel like came about because we were trying to try something different. Yeah. And that's the alligator. That's that killer instinct. That's yeah, that yeah, killer yeah. part of it that catches people and the yeah. jaws of it. But yeah. then the pinstripe is like on songs like Twenty Twenty Hoes, Security, more suited up, more like me really being lyrical. You know what I'm saying? And really talking about my life the way I see it. So I heard you say I heard you say like in 2018 with Kanye I dropped. Yeah. Then you just named four projects. Mm -hmm. What caused that grind to be like, bruh, 
I gotta get on this mic. I got this first in flight. I got no. I got all this stuff that's about to go. Yeah. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of projects in a small Indeed. amount of time. So Indeed. what? Like what drove that? Like what Rhapsody, made you go that hard? Rhapsody. Okay, I let's was, talk about it. What happened with Rhapsody? Yo, what happened was is that I was at work. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was on we all duty. do nine to five. Yeah, hey, nine to my five. brother, I understand. Mine was six to six. It was crazy. PT yeah, yeah. all the way around the clock. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. But my homeboy hit me up. He always like, yo, Rhapsody's playing some music on IG tonight. You should definitely go up there and see what's up. Like, yeah. send me, send it, send it your music. I put out a post on Facebook with the email address to say, yo, I'm at work right now. I can't send it as much as what needs to be sent. So I got my Facebook friends to do it. That's what's up. Yo, so she probably got endless emails from the people that support me mm -hmm. uh, outside of the millions that I'm sure she got. Yo, she played it. The first song that she played was a song that I had called Your Letters, dedicated to one of my homeboys that That's did a little stint in prison okay. um, after we was kids and that kind of thing. So, and to see her vibe into my song, just something about saying, no, it's like, yo, I can do this. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it took over my mind, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, in some of my, even though alligator pinstripe, I say, you know, rap won't fix my problems, though. That's what I tell my mom. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, the, I thought that all my problems would be non existent after that happened, you feel me? Yeah. But it didn't, you know what I'm saying? It, rap won't change me. No matter how much money I get, it won't fix nothing about me. So I have to mm -hmm. keep that in mind. It's not no saving grace. It's just, Something that I'm gifted at doing, but after that moment, it was no turning back for me. So let's go here, bro. Like, where mm -hmm. exactly was you at when you heard Rap City playing your stuff? Because let's be real, bro. She is just rapper, period. Not woman, not male. She just can go. So like, where were you at? What was that feeling you felt? Like, how did you capture that moment? What will you always take with you? Like, how was that? I cried, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, that's real. Hey, black ain't cry too. Black ain't cry too. Because it's just like, I probably don't watch that recording of that video. And the sound bite of it is on the album, too. Yeah. Um, like, I probably watched that video a hundred times mm -hmm. just to re-motivate myself. Mm -hmm. But it was a long day. I still had my uniform on. I was sitting at the desk and I watched it, you know, and I just, mm -hmm. the feeling that I felt was just like, I'm on the right track. It's like, yeah. you know, when you're driving somewhere, you even if you've been going a long distance, you see markers in the way to let you know that, mm -hmm. yeah, you've been going straight, but you're getting closer. It's like markers to let you know that we're still in a route. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. the biggest marker that I've, that I've had. So when you say that record, and I heard you say it was your homeboy that did a stint in prison and things mm -hmm. of that nature. So would you say, like, motivation-wise, is that a passion thing? Is it a pain thing? You find a way to put them together? And I heard you say right. you're going to counseling, so it's different right. things going on. So, right. like, where did you channel that from to go? Was that a pain thing, right. a passion thing, or what? It was definitely pain and passion, both. Both kind of yeah. like uh, it's a dangerous combination. Kinda, a good yeah, you know it's what like saying? mixing yeah. vodka with like rum or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's two different things, but that's yeah. where it all came from. My passion of making music, but for so long I played keyboard, which is no problem with playing keyboard. But it's like with the keys, man, you can't really. It's not a vocal instrument, you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's you hear with it, mm -hmm. but. Once you open up your mouth and share your thoughts, it forces people to make an opinion. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, all absolutely. the time, yo. If you hear somebody playing Mozart, you're going to think that they're a great pianist. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No questions about it. They're playing it absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap is different. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You're presenting ideas, not just sounds. Yeah. You're presenting your own thoughts, your own mind. And people have to see, do I agree with this or do I not? You know? So it mm -hmm. forces people to make a decision. And that's what I wanted to do, force people to make Okay, that's a bet. So, mm -hmm. so like moving forward. So mm -hmm. like now you done dropped all these projects, right. and 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 you see the people that's been there. You right. get that 
clout love when it mm-hmm. first dropped. Like, oh, he's a rapper. Let me check him out. Right. You know, people hate, people love. They do. So, like, how do you deal with the support from when you first started, whether it's family, friends, social media? Right. How do you deal with that system when you move and it's like, I'm doing these things. Some people believe in me. Some people don't. Like, how do you handle that moving forward? Um, it's difficult, bro. Like, I sacrificed a whole lot. I sacrificed my... Um, Bro, it's real, bro. Yo, it's real. It's I, I real. sacrifice so much, bro. It's, like it's I sacrifice real. my time, my peace of mind. Uh, yeah, my my own just personal like premonitions about myself. Like just feeling like that to put your ideas out to people. Mm-hmm. It's it's a certain bravery that has to be associated. Absolutely, with that, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like. To be to willingly put yourself up to be judged, like turn yourself in and say, Hey, I did it. Yeah, what y'all think? yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's kind of how it worked for me, like to mix those two things together and hopefully that people would see that. But mm-hmm. it's like a sacrifice still because they could see it and they not like it. And then it's like you beat yourself up. I beat myself up after uh, after Rhapsody did that because it's like, yo, I thought it was Thought I was on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Rap City playing my joint online and people hearting this. Exactly. Yeah, people yeah. hearting this. Like, yo, wait. but I won't. Yeah. I still had to go back to work the next day. Mm-hmm. I was still stuck in a system, you know what I'm saying, where yeah. I was pushing other people's initiatives and mine were just, you know, on the back burner. But when No White came out, things changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I hear you say, like, you was pushing other people's initiative, you had that moment of clarity, like, I thought I was on, but I had to wake up and clock in. Right. What? What made you say, like, bro, uh-huh. I got to go after it? Not music, just for you and your dream and your vision. What made you say, like, yo, it's time? Like, let's not even just talk music as a man. Right. What made you just go, like, I got to go get it? It's like, sir, people want different things for themselves in life. And the yeah. things that I want for myself are for my music to be heard. That's the true thing that I really want in this world. Mm-hmm. And when you make that decision to finally be able to say, yo, when people ask you what you do, oh, I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. And not feel bad about that. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not and not care whether or not you make it or not. That's when really my transition happened because it was like, yo, I stopped caring like about making it. I stopped caring about how many streams or who was listening. And I just started caring about making the music that was real for me. Yeah. And that was the that was the that was the breaking point. Once I got out of the mode of just making music but making what was real to me, that's when everything just Okay, so I love that. And the thing, like, so alligator pinstripes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm biased, but that 2020 hove is like yeah. next level stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I really rock with that. Yeah. And I think what what resonated within me, it was like that movement of like, yo, like it's time. Right. Like I, I've been here, I've been in different places, right. I've been with people, right. but now it's time for me to go for what's mine. Right. It's Indeed. time to bite necks off. You understand right. what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. So like, can you explain what caused you to understand? What caused you to make 2020 hope? What caused you to put yourself in that lane of like, it's Benjamin or nobody? I had given my talent away at a at a very cheap price yeah. for years. I played in churches to where I wasn't really paid that well. Mm-hmm. I, you know, even my stream money that I've seen thus far, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So on both sides of it. So it's just like, what am I doing this for? You know, having a child and like, being a father and those type of things. And, yeah. and I'm out here making these sacrifices. I'm, I'm taking the time away to go do what I feel like is for the betterment of myself. Absolutely. And not everybody agreed with it. Yeah, man. Not everybody agreed with so it. So how'd you handle that? We're going to get Bro. back on it, but like, like, not everybody agreed with it. That mm-hmm. go back to that support piece. Right. 
Yeah. What pushed you through? 2020 Hope. What pushed you through? That song was written because, of course, I'm a big time Jay Z fan, but. Yeah, big respect in it. That song was written after me looking at my whole catalog and realizing that there was something missing. Mm-hmm. I was making music just strictly for myself, and I realized, hey, look. I need to give people what they want to hear also. I need mm-hmm. to sh- be more open. And 2020 Hope, is, it resonates with me because it's the realest that I've been. And talking about how, you know, when you're in a room of people, which I've been in, people telling you they support you and this type of thing, and then you then you, when you really realize that the support ain't there, it's like, mm. Yeah. It's like, yo, that, that's what really made 2020 Hope come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sacrifices yeah. mixed with the lack of return on those sacrifices. Yeah, like, yeah, yo, I know yeah. I needed to make the sacrifice, but why don't my returns really reveal... The sacrifice is like, what I gave up to do this. Exactly, yeah, what yeah, I gave sure. up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. So then I hear I, I hear uh, records like 2020 Hole. Mm-hmm. Then I hear records like Security, mm-hmm. where I feel like, you know, when I heard it, it's like, it's the other side of it. Right. Like, now I got to protect what's mine. I got to protect what's and it's mine. And like, it's like that insecurity right. leaving you. Right. Like, now it's here. Now it's so, here. like, speak about how you get from that place, that place of, like, security where I'm where I'm like, yo, nah, let me lock myself into this right. little room where I got to do what I got to do. Right. Room in the figurative sense well, of, like, I, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. how was that How was that transition, but not between tracks, but in life? Yeah, I feel you. Um, that transition is difficult, bro. Yeah. Because, like... Whenever you amass certain things, what I realized after after my second project is that people was gonna keep coming back and listen to it. All yeah. the people that I called on the first project came back for the second one. Yeah. Um, some of the after my third project, I started to notice that people came back, but the the verbal support wasn't there. Yeah. The security that I need is not just in people hearing my music, but the security of me making it. Oh. And being yeah. able to like. Yeah, know that I'm securing what I'm putting out there, mm-hmm. like, and I don't know, bro. Like, security is a track that because I'm talking about some real things in that. You know, man, are my, you? Oh my you know, gosh, like my life, you can hear like, it. You can hear yeah, it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's if you listen to my, you might listen to another rapper's catalog. You may not know anything about them after that. Yeah, other than what they put in the music. Mm-hmm. If you listen to mine, you're gonna know my life. But security is just me being securing myself, securing my money, securing my investments that I know that this won't for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me making that known. And then too, hey, look at look at all the stuff that's going on. Recipes pop smoke. Recipes yeah. Nipsey hustle. Absolutely. Recipes to these guys that were on their way to greatness, but it, it won't secure. It, it it won't. So before I ask the next thing, mm-hmm. so when you talk about that, mm-hmm. and you say like recipes to all these people, and you're doing all those things. Right. It's hard to think about how the game has changed. Right. So, like, how do you deal with people saying, like, nah, Ben is cool, but he's not my cup of tea. Right. But you talk about security. Right. Like, I'm going to remain me through right. all this. Right. So, how do you handle that when people don't necessarily, it's not that you're not good, but they don't deal, they don't like that type of music. Right. But you're securing who you are. So, right. how do you move forward with that? I feel like that. When somebody tell me, what, what happened a lot with my music was is that because my music was genuinely pushed to friends of mine, mm-hmm. like on Facebook. And then I did a lot of like on the streets, like walking the streets. Yeah, out absolutely. That real hustle, like that, boy. You know? yeah. like, I think what, what really secured it was I went to Portland. I went to Portland and handed out some uh, Gucci envelopes okay. that, um, that I had written up. Me and, my, me and my shorty had written up and just passed them out on the street. Mm-hmm. 
I got a lot of listeners doing that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would, but I got a whole lot of listeners That's doing that. But I got listeners that didn't know me. Mm-hmm. That's what verified my talent. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, the most people, most time, they don't happen all the time. You support the people that you know. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. That's you life. That's you might tell somebody that mm-hmm. you know that they're better than what they are because you know them. You rock with them. You want to support them. Mm-hmm. But when I started expanding my listeners past my friend base, yeah, that's what let me know, okay, there are people out here that don't like my music. Mm-hmm. Do I change to yeah. appease them? No. It's like... If I'm a fried chicken spot, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've been I've been selling fried chicken the last 60 years. My restaurant is known all over the world. Mm-hmm. But then a big rush of veganism comes in or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. I don't I don't I start fried chicken. That's I fried what I, chicken. You that's know what, what I do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, that, this is where my bread and butter came from. Mm-hmm. So I'll always continue to fry chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's what's up, what's up, what's this up, is what I'm going to always continue to do. So, so, so you fried chicken and being right. that lyrical guy, right. actually speaking from something that you experienced, that pain, that right, thing. Right, right, How you feel about like the new age of where hip hop is gone, like where it's going? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like with streams, you have different types of music. Right. And my thing is, they chop hip hop up in like trap music, you got right, lyrics right, and all that right. different stuff. So how do you feel about the new age where everything is like mumble rap, new age? How do you feel about those things? I mean, you feel like it's mumble rap till you try and do it. Like, yeah. and, and you know, I, I one person in the game I really respect is Quavo. I oh. think he's an amazing rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the all the Migos, you know, they're all good. All three of them guys, they're very talented. Yes. But Quavo, I just mentioned him because, yo, he's just a, He's an undeniably good rapper. Yeah. But it's just like, yo, look at the music that he makes. I think that he could probably do way more than what he do. Yeah. But yo, he fried chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. People was calling him mumble rap, but that's just like, yo, you can't do that because mm-hmm. that's him. That's his own thing. That's his uniqueness. And yeah, we might, right, right now, people are like demonizing these young dudes as making music that they feel like it's not lyrical enough. It's mm-hmm. not deep enough. It's just like, everything ain't deep. Everything is in, even in music outside that everything is not classical. Everything is like there's funk, there's R and B, there's variations mm-hmm. of everything, even though it all came from one place. Mm-hmm. But who wants to listen? Sometimes you don't want to listen to all the deep stuff all yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and some of my real homies, like they they told me like, Ben, we know you can rap now. It's just like Give me something else. Give me something else. Vibe? Yeah. Give me some songs. So you gotta speak on that. How'd you handle that? How'd you cause it's diverse yeah. on, on, on Alligator Pen Strike? It is. You got the West Coast vibe, yeah, yeah. you got the I'm a killer yeah. with this. Yeah, so yeah. how'd you deal with people saying like give me something new? That's that change versus evolution thing. How'd you deal I'm with very it? Very coachable. Okay. That's what I always have mm-hmm. remained. From, mm-hmm. Like I've always tried to be very coachable. And I think that's the key to anybody's success. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to my homie Phil, man. Uh, he owns Cutting Edge Studios in Cary, North Carolina. I never forget something he told me when I was a child. Okay. When I very first started the music thing, he said a blue man in a blue room don't know no wrong. <laughs> oh, sheesh! You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A blue man is all you know. That's all you want. That's do. all you know. Yeah. It's just like you can. And now, if you take that blue man and you put him in a pink room, he's gonna be like, "Yo, what's this?" Mm-hmm. But a blue man in a blue room don't know no wrong, bro. So I had to take myself out from my element. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? and push a whole different thing like to get people more to keep redrawing people but still remain secure in who i am and know that i don't have to like dumb myself down yeah you know what i'm saying 
But sometimes when you have people listen, like you might have somebody listen to Cole or somebody like that mm -hmm. that does not listen to that music, and they might feel like Cole is speaking above them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. gotta meet people where they at. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's not a shot at what Cole do by any means, but it's just like you gotta meet people where they at. Yeah. And that's what I found. Like everybody didn't want. I got a song on um, on First and Flight called Master Song, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's about you know it's like a slavery story. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's just like that's like a really heavy vibe man yeah that so i need some uplifting things too some mm -hmm. things that if you in the club that you can vibe to mm -hmm. and yeah but remain who i am so, so when you remain who you are mm -hmm. and it may not be a specific crowd mm -hmm. but like who do you make the music for that person going through something that person that just want to vibe out in the car like where do you where do you like oh I know such because you diverse right, at this right, point right, right. so it's like I know such and such gonna rock to this right, right. my people that do this gonna rock to this right. so like who do you make that music for I feel like um <laughs> it's it's real it's really true bro when you in a situation yourself mm -hmm. you feel like it's unique to you mm -hmm. you feel like because you going through it that no one else could possibly understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not true. Okay. The situations we go through, the whole world is going through those. Mm -hmm. It's just that the whole world is being quiet about what they're going through. Mm -hmm. When you open your mouth and you say, hey, I'm going through this, people connect with it. Yeah. And you find sure. out, yo, my problems are not as unique as I thought that they were. Mm -hmm. All these issues, you know, failed marriage, um, jail, um, loss of employment, mm -hmm. you know, sex, money, murder. Mm -hmm. All of these things are intertwined in our world and all of us go through these things on some level. Mm -hmm. So if you present that, people are bound to gravitate to it at some point. Mm -hmm. So you just gotta, but you gotta be willing to bear all, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And that's difficult. So how is it being that vulnerable through your music? Like letting people know like, whether they accept it or not, it doesn't matter. Right. But letting people know like, yo, this is me. You letting people just, yo, life. Like you open your drawers to be like, hey, this is everything yeah, I got. Dirty laundry. Like, how is that? Like, how do you do that moving forward, knowing people know things that's vital to your success, vital to your being? Right. So, like, how do you, you know when you're about to have company coming over and you, you, you fixing up your crib? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fixing up the crib so people can come through and enjoy themselves. Yeah. The way that your house looks when you have company is not the way it looks when it's just you and your wife. <laughs> Boy, you know what? <laughs> Is it? And it gets the back rooms out. It's a because yeah, yeah, yeah. we got people coming over. Yeah. What I have mastered is being able to let people into a dirty house. Oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let people see the dishes. Let people mm -hmm. see the unfolded clothes. Let them see the dirty bathroom. Mm -hmm. And. But we live in the era of social media, bro. Like people want to see. And, they, and, and once you click share, they got an opinion. They got an opinion. So how do you do when you get all these opinions? I see when you post something, you drop mm -hmm. a new link, and people want to critique, or people just have opinions. Right. How was that? So you let people into your dirty house, yeah. and now they saying what they think about your dirty house. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you handle that? How do you handle all those opinions at once? I count it all joy because at some point when I was rapping in the car, like shout out my homeboy Marcus, man. When we when. I, I really hone my skill in, in the back seat of his truck, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Smoking, rapping outside his mama house. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but that was like my best bars because yo, if I'm spitting to you, I know you're not gonna judge me, so I can say whatever. Mm -hmm. I had to come to a place to where, yo, I like this he became the whole world. Mm -hmm. So it's like I gotta be willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just mm -hmm. show people everything that I have, you know, everything that I have to offer and everything that I've been through. It's difficult though. Because 
when you have an expectation yeah. for what you feel like you want it to be Ooh. and how you want it to be received mm -hmm. and people don't get Ooh. from it to be received it's yeah. like that's what make people quit that's what make people stop so so when you say that you have mm -hmm. an expectation mm -hmm. how do you build that how do you build a team like or maybe you did it by yourself right. in the beginning like so when you have that expectation how do you build a team around what I you ain't had no do? team I had you know, I ain't had no team solo mission I had a solo Respect. mission my first my first two albums was solo you know oh, what I'm saying that's what's up my girl was pressing the buttons that's like, what's up me. like she didn't know how to use no logic and really neither did I yeah yeah, yeah. but I use whatever was available. When that situation kind of went the way it went, then mm -hmm. God sent somebody else. Mm -hmm. One of my cool homeboys, Don, he helped me record um, "Don't Burn the Biscuits." Oh yeah, yeah. Like um, smooth project too. Smooth project, smooth like project, all freestyles. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like when I tell you that project was nothing but straight freestyles. Don's a witness, man. A lot of people won't believe you. Like, I know you wrote something, nah, bro. Straight off the top. Straight off the top. Mm -hmm. But I feel like. The team evolved over time. The team. Yeah, People yeah. were sending me over time. But for a long time, mm -hmm. I was the only. I was like Kyrie when he was in with the Cavs. Like, oh, before LeBron came back. Yo. It was hard out here for a player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. like, yo, you giving your best effort. And mm -hmm. you can't seem to get over that, over that hump. But when I started to bring people in, when I started to ask people, yo, what you think about this? You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about this music? Rather, mm -hmm. before I even put it out, you know, sharing it with other people. Because really, when I first started recording, I, I was the only person that was hearing the music. Yeah. Most of the songs on First and Flight. Mm -hmm. The only person that heard um, songs on First and Flight before they before First and Flight came out was Nipsey Hussle. Only oh. person. How'd that happen? That's what's up. How did that happen? Yo. RP to the great, but how did that happen? RP to the great, yo. Um, I was at a show in Seattle that he did. Okay. Yo, it's kind of crazy because he had just slapped that dude at the BET Awards. And that was Woo, like, oh, he got him good. Yeah, he got him good. <laughs> hey, he got him with the smooth. I was like, yo. Yeah. So, you know, he was already on one. This was maybe like maybe a couple of weeks later. Maybe Ooh. a couple of weeks later. I yeah. went to the show. I bought um, the uh, tickets that where you could meet the artists at after the show. Yeah, yeah. Some fighting and shooting broke out outside. And as I'm approaching the line, they shut the whole thing down. Mm. Long story short, I, I kind of watched where him and his people <laughs> he was went. going, yeah. Bro, I spent my money to give him that music. Bro, we going to do this today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The same cars that I was passing out in, uh, to tell people about my music, mm -hmm. uh, I gave to him, and I also gave him a USB drive. But before I could uh, whip my music on it, mm -hmm. before I could give it to him, though, I gave it to his security guard. His security guard chucked it across the parking lot. Stop playing. No lie. I was pissed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I went out there, one of my other homeboy, Eric, that I served with, he was out there too with me. And when the dude chucked it, I, I just walked over, picked my stuff up off the street, looked at the situation, and walked right up to the security guard, beefing. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you just chucked my joint, bro. Like, what's uh, good? Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was probably about to get whooped up. You know what I mean? But you gotta be willing to go out like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, my upbringing yeah. brought me up right. I can, I'm willing to win or lose at any given moment. Mm -hmm. So um, Nipsey was actually in the SV, SUV mm -hmm. waiting to pull out. And I'm outside arguing with the security people. Mm -hmm. He get out the car. And Nipsey hustle, yo, what? I'm 6'1". Mm -hmm. I didn't know how tall he was. So Ooh. it's like when he when he got out the car and he stood up, I'm like, yo, this dude got me by at least, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have a foot. That's what it yeah. looked like. This is about to get bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
This about to get bad. This yeah. about to turn real bad. Yeah, that BT Award flash came. He was like, "What's the problem?" Yeah, I was like, "Man, I was just really trying to get you my music. That's the only, mm-hmm. only reason I came to the show tonight. Was just getting my music. I bought the I bought the tickets for the meet and greet, mm-hmm. but they shut the line down. He said, "Yeah." So y'all so talking face to face? We talking face to face. Ooh, that's what's so, up. So I gave him my music. He said, "I'm gonna listen to this, bro. You got my word." And that was it. That's never great. got no, never got no call from Victory Lab. None of those people, or you know, any of his, you know, mm-hmm. associates or him. But yeah. it's just a like for me, it was dope that y'all just bought a microphone like three months or well, two months ago, mm-hmm. and I'm already handing my work off to Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, that's different. I'm already then the then the project comes out, and then Rhapsody plays it on her IG. Woo! My mind. It, it took over my okay. brain. That's why you was like, yeah, I feel like it's time because I ain't. All that's that. why all the projects came. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So when you handed the Nipsey, and I hear you say like, you know, you was going through that. So like, who are some artists you would like to work with? Because obviously him at the time, because you gave him your music. Yeah, yeah. But who are some artists? You know, maybe old school that you right. didn't get a chance, or you might not, or the people now. How did? Uh, how did? Red man. Oh, uh, respect. Definitely Red man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pope, of course, but who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, but. Freddie Gibbs. Okay, respect. Um, yo, Matt Miller, but he, you know. No, RP. Rest in peace. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's my guy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know why I, I, I connect with his music. So he got this track, maybe somebody you know, but he got a track with Lil Wayne that's just, mm-hmm. I love that track. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like when there's a certain way that I can feel, and I'll go to that and I'll play that song, and it just meets, my, meets me where I am every time. Yeah. So, yeah, Mac would have been definitely a person. Um, currency. Uh, mm-hmm. All the people with, that have legitimate cult like followings yeah, yeah. that are valid individuals, not just in what they put out, but who they are away from the microphone. Yeah. So, so. Those relationships mm-hmm. and those features, mm-hmm. um, how do you evolve in that process? Because those people you name are, right. are, some, are some really well-known established oh, yeah, people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when that opportunity comes and they and, and, and it's time to, let's, let's say this. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with somebody that has a new upbeat, somebody you want to work with, but they right. have that new type of music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how would that look for you when you want to handle that situation? Yo, for me, I feel like that if I know my goals... On the onset, like mm-hmm. I, I didn't know my goals when I when I put out uh, first of flight. I didn't yeah. know my my goals evolved with my my craft. Yeah. Um, but I always looked at it like building a resume. Mm-hmm. I knew all the early projects wouldn't get like. I felt like they wouldn't make me famous for better or for worse. You know, mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. that those early projects wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But that's my resume. Yeah. And it, it, it's like yo. When when it really happens, and when I hear like when I put out I put out this track called Kiki Palmer, and it's real dope. It's tough. It, yeah, and it, and, tough. Yeah. and it and it's it showed people the the evolution of where I come from from first of flight to yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But for people that had never heard it, then they hear it, and that's the only song from me they've ever heard. What they do is, hold on, let me go back and pull his resume, mm-hmm. and they go back and listen to all the other projects. Mm-hmm. That's why I put so much definition and so much like determination into that stuff early on because I knew it would be resume work. Mm-hmm. So now when it pops, it's like I got so much music that's gonna pop like that. The average like it's like Kendrick. If your first project that you ever heard was the Pimp a Butterfly and you had never heard him when he was going by K Dot, like yeah, but is it different? You'll, you'll you'll go back and you'll see. Oh, I see. 
Why How the Pimp a Butterfly is a classic. Why it's a classic. Because yeah. look where he came from to mm-hmm. where he is now. Like, mm-hmm. I tell anybody, Kendrick was like Lil Wayne and Eminem meshed together in That's this weird, crazy too, thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and he just evolved and became what we see today. So, so Alligator Pinstripes. Mm-hmm. We talked about the diversity. We mm-hmm. talked about how you was feeling on the album. Mm-hmm. What are you proudest about making this project? What makes this one hit a little different than the rest? What's your proudest moment in making that project? Um, yo, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna tell you, like, the proudest moment is being able to work with people outside of myself and to like Respect. open up and to be in, to not be recording in the crib, like to be actually had the opportunity and the time, bro. I was, I was working around the clock and then mm-hmm. getting off work from like seven to 10 making music. Like mm-hmm. I, I lost my marriage behind it for real and other things too. But mm-hmm. it's just like, because you, you gave so much, like you giving your time to, to the, to who's paying you. But then you still got to push your own initiatives. Yeah. What helps me now with Alligator Pinstripe is knowing that I don't have to play every role. I don't have to play every, every position. I'm not yeah. Kyrie in, in, in Cleveland before LeBron anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not who I am. Like, I have the people around me to create the sound that I struggled to create. I mean, I spent a lot of money on equipment and built a very nice in-home mm-hmm. studio, but still it's just like, I didn't, I'm not a professional engineer. Absolutely. I YouTube my videos. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I'll be telling guys, yo, yo, YouTube, you can see, you, they'll teach you anything. YouTube University, yeah, YouTube we're, University, we're. that's how I got mine. But now I don't have to, I don't have to work so hard. And that's what makes rapping easy for me. So, so, what, when I hear you say uh, rapping, you're talking about the album and things of that nature, how is it balancing all those things you just said? Having a home studio, you had to clock in at one point. Right. Now you're still working. Like, how do you balance Music, the career, the family, you know, right. all those things. How, how is that? Don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You know, I can't. Just, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I said, like, I made a lot of mistakes along the way. Like, mm-hmm. I probably was too dedicated, you know, for a lot of people. Not too dedicated for myself because I know what it would take. Mm-hmm. But from the outside looking in, I was too dedicated. I was too. Too busy, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? yeah, I, I, you know, the, and it happens. It, it does happen. Yeah. Like when my after after that Rhapsody video, that was the best and worst thing that probably could have happened for me at that time. If it happened today, that would be really good. Back then, nobody at all knew me, mm. so it's just like it only manifested here between my two ears, mm. and it didn't manifest for other people like that, but it did for me. So I just. I just became shout out to Kendra, overly dedicated like, yeah, yeah. to fulfilling. Do you these regret things. that? Do you regret being overly dedicated? because uh, I mean collateral damage is real. So right, like we right, overly right, dedicated, right. we respect that. Right, right, right. Like sometimes you, if you could go back, would you play your story the same way? Would you, would you, would you change some things? I mean hindsight always twenty twenty, but it's good. It like, is because um, nah, it brought you to this moment. No, nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't do. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, Despite what I've lost and what I've gained, I probably would do it all the same. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I probably would do it all the same because I think that any deviation from what I did would have yielded, you know, kind of worse results. Okay. Know? So it's 2020. Mm-hmm. Alligator pinstripes on. Mm-hmm. What can we expect from Ben, man? What can we expect? Yo. What's your next? What's, your, what's coming, man? Like, how, what do people get ready for? What, what can we expect? Um, major dis- distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, major distribution. That's the um, really true thing that's holding me back right now mm-hmm. is to be distributed in a manner that, like, all the homies know, but it's like, 
the homies ain't gonna make me rich. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So major distribution is my goal for 2020. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of rappers don't want to be um, independent. You know, they don't want to be signed now. They want to be independent. Mm -hmm. And some rappers don't want to be independent. They want to be signed. Mm -hmm. um, I want something beautiful somewhere between those two things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That really don't exist unless you have proven to these people that they're going to see their money back. So that's all I'm trying to do in 2020 is get major distribution because the only thing is that my music is gospel. It's just that people have not heard. They have Absolutely. not heard yet. They have not yeah. heard the news of me yet, the good news of what I do. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to spread. It's got to take over. All right. So so musically, you know, mm -hmm. we're going to say this, man. In closing, I want to ask. So, like, mm -hmm. if you had not your personal but musical funeral, what far off, what would you want people to say about Ben? When they hear all your projects, they the world heard it. Right. Everybody get a listening ear. What would you want people to say? Um, that I know him. Respect. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If if I want people to say anything after they've heard everything is that I know him. Yeah. And not they know who I told them that I was, but they know who I truly am. Absolutely. For the better or for the worse. Like, yeah. You know, and that's what makes it genuine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what makes it genuine. For sure. So, yeah. hey, man, I like the pen stripes. Yeah. If you're listening, you winning. Yeah, you got me, man. Bitch, man, appreciate you coming through, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Millennials versus the world, baby. Indeed. Man, your boy K.Dot Mims, we out, man. All right. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Appreciate you, bro. Yo, that was yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always, bro. Always <laughs> asking the questions, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I told you, bro. I told you I was coming with it.